access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Full access. Thanks, Emily. I just go into jiggle mode. Down deep below the surface. Down, down deep below the surface. Universal. Yeah, everybody, it's time for another episode of the Think Different Podcast. And that's right, Will, TLD, your host, is here once again for episode 61. And this week is about the Apple event that just took place, or what we used to call the Apple Keynote, about all the new features they came out with this week, which includes the new iPad Air, the new Apple Watch, and, of course, iOS, new Apple services, and more. But unfortunately... Frank, God damn it, Frank can't find him, ladies and gentlemen. Something's happened to Frank. So I have gotten my special FBI agents on the case. They are going to find Mr. Frank Keto Funk, and I guarantee you we're going to try to find him. And when we do, we'll have him right back here on the Think Different Podcast. But I wanted to get this podcast up a little earlier than normal because a lot of great news happened yesterday. So... I thought I'd bring on someone who's just as much of an expert that I am that watches these Apple events every single time. My best friend, Mr. John Moore, is going to join me for this podcast. He works in the industry, and I thought it'd be special to have him on and talk a lot of greatness that it was of the Apple event, the pros and the cons, or in the Apple store, the promoters and the detractors, whatever it is. So sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation I had with my good buddy friend of 1,300 years, Mr. John Moore, talk about the Apple event. Hey, hey, before you go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is sponsored by Zune. Zune is a discontinued line of digital media products by Microsoft. Zune is in the top 1,000 sold digital media players in the world. Listen to all your Napster illegal music right here on this device. Join the more than 2 million Zooners in 2008 today by purchasing your Zune on eBay. Also, you college kids, you can be Zune masters. That's a real thing, by the way. And spread your message on all American college campuses and get free gear and host Zune parties. Join the Zune revolution. All right, peeps. Welcome back to the Fake Different Podcast. A great week here because that's right. It was hashtag Apple event day. So I thought I'd bring on the best professional I could possibly find, and that is the only person that wanted to join me on this podcast. That's because Frank Funk decided to take a week off. But I have uh, one of my best friends here. No, he's my best friend, obviously. I noticed I was three years old. He works in the graphic industry. Ladies and gentlemen, say hi to Mr. John Moore. Johnny! What's up, what's up? Oh, wait. Great, John. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and, and please keep it under, like, a minute. Under a minute. Okay. So, uh, like Will said, I work in uh, more web design than the graphic industry. Uh, my major was graphic design. Uh, as far as Apple goes, uh, I've been using Macs since I was, I think, 18. So, and I'm 35 now. So, what's that, like 17 years? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, um, that's good adding. So, be- yeah. So, before, <laughs> I think I used um, the, the blue iMac. I think it was the very first Mac that I used. That would be well, the G3, like G3. When I was That's like the yeah, G3, yeah. I believe. I think we used Apple IIs when I was in like elementary school, but in actual doing work, it was the the blue blue Mac. Um, 
yeah, so I've been kind of a fan ever since, and that's it. That's it. Yep. And uh, we both watched the Apple event today. So this is kind of a really relaxed conversation. Not really going to go too crazy. Really, we're just going to talk about the things that we liked, the things we didn't like. And uh, we'll get started with that. So overall, I mean, the Apple event was good. I don't think there was anything like overall, I wasn't disappointed in anything. There was some, there were like, there's no like surprise. But there were some things that were a little surprising in it that we'll talk about. I mean, overall, I thought it was good. It wasn't as long as the other one. That's for sure. That yeah, one was I was like, surprised by the length. Yeah, it that was like only an hour. Yeah, it was only an hour. Thank, thank God. Sometimes like, and I'm and I'm at work, and obviously I can't just you know I, I'm watching it for the sake of watching it, but I also have stuff to do. You know, Apple. So you know, cha- they should change that time frame. They're going at one p.m. every day. Yeah, I mean, the time frame is pretty good. They usually do it around that time, though. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, One of the things I liked a lot, and they do this every time they talk about the watch, is how it, like, saved, like, lives of people and the stories that they show. Uh, I always like those. Those are pretty pretty good, especially the guy that had the uh, increased heart rate. I mean, basically, he would have died without the watch. Or Apple making it seem like that that would have happened. Yeah, the like little personal stories are always nice. The the things that I don't like during these events are the we've opened X amount of stores, we have this amount of revenue. That kind of like numbers stuff is gets really boring. Those are usually during the iPhone events, where they try to say like we got this many downloads and blah 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 blah. I really think that's like more for kind of like, I guess investor more than just the average person. I suppose you didn't talk about that new one in Singapore, the one that did open up with the floating floating water. That was a pretty cool Apple store. I I mean, not going to lie. I mean, they do make some pretty cool architecture. I mean, they're not just known for just a store. They make architecture here. Uh, So it's not just that. Uh, So I like, I mean, so we'll we'll start with a lot of the pros and then we'll work our way to the detractors, which I like. We call promoters detractors. That's an Apple store lingo. Uh, so John probably one time gave me like a, a two, which is a detractor, which means that I basically almost would get fired. Uh, that's what John would do that. John, something like that. Yeah, I did do that. I think. So, uh, promoter. Uh, so one of the things I want to talk about was Apple one. I think one of the things that stuck out to me, uh, yeah. So I let, I'm on the fence with it. It's good. It depends on what you have really. It depends what you have now and what fits right. better for you. Right. So, as you you know, and your listeners probably don't know, I am not an Apple Music person. No. I'm a Spotify person. So, that kind of, that takes me kind of out of this package deal. Um, the one thing that, and I'm sure we'll get into this, the Apple Fitness is something that my wife would totally be into, but it's only on the third tier, the, you know, the whole big, big bundle, the big boy. Right. Um, but I mean, if you're into news, what is it? News music, right? It's Apple. Uh, Arca- well, the la- the la- the premiere that's Arca- different from the family and the individual is the uh, the Apple News Plus, and then the Fitness Plus coming in t- later on in the year, and then the two terabyte yeah. iCloud storage. Right. So if you're not into the fitness stuff, I could. That's a good package. It was a fifteen for all four of those services. Yeah, if you're it, into those services, that's a good that's a good price. Yeah, and honestly, if you're going to upgrade with 99 cents, I mean, some people, I mean, you're getting Apple TV Plus for free right now, so let's not kid ourselves. That really is technically free right now. Arcade's five dollars, which is split between a family. 
uh, and then you have Apple Music. So reality is the individual plan may not really work out for everybody, but if you have more than one person in your home, the family plan definitely would be worth it, the 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage, plus you get the Apple Music, the Apple TV+, plus plus the arcade. So the family one's pretty good. How much is the family one? It's $20 a month. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Yeah, and so we have we have that iCloud tier for me and my wife, and uh, my daughter's on there. It doesn't really fill up very much up on because she only has an iPad, um, and she's just screwing around with the camera. But me and my wife use the was it two hundred gigs? Is the two hundred? We use that. Yeah. Yeah, we're, I'm on the two terabyte one, and I do have Apple Music. Actually, Spotify. Actually, I think the guy, uh, whatever the CEO, thinks that they are. Um, he he attacked Apple for some reason after this premiere packaging. He thinks it's going to hurt the developers. I don't know why he thinks that. Mm. I don't know why about that. Yeah, I don't know why he thinks. I mean, obviously they're they're giving Apple a thirty percent cut every time that's they're getting a subscriber from Apple. So okay. I don't know why they think it's going to hurt the developer, but maybe they're not giving him as much. I don't know what his deal is. Spotify just hates Apple, so we <laughs> no other way yeah. around it. Now, as far as the premiere goes, like right now, I pay twenty five dollars for Apple Music, uh, for Apple TV Plus, which everyone really gets for free, and iCloud. So basically, I'll be tackling on the arcade, the News Plus, and the Fitness Plus. That's what I'd, for five dollars more. That's what I would be getting out of it. Now, a little fun fact: you can actually add iCloud storage even if you choose a lower plan. I did not know that. So you could totally have a family plan and upgrade to a two terabyte iCloud storage. Oh, okay. So you don't have to get every. You don't have to get the premiere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see what that does. Remember, this is not out till the fall. Uh, but that's something I'm gonna try to see what the price difference is because I'm paying twenty five now. So if I'm paying twenty five dollars for the family, well then I get Apple Arcade for free. So then I might as well just do it. So and maybe you're I'll just, talking about going to the third tier, the family tier. That's the second tier. Premier, oh, family, family. Because I don't, I don't want. I don't, I'm not going to use Apple News Plus. I don't know about Apple Fitness Plus. I don't know if I'm going to even worry about that. The arcade, maybe. There are some games on there I did play when it first came out, but I'm not, I, I have to remember that. That I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. play a lot of games on my iPhone. Yeah, me either. Yeah. So there you go. I have like a folder of games that I've touched, maybe, you know, whatever, three times in the last two months. The only thing I, I play, just don't do it. Yeah, I just, I mean, that robot game that they were showing off looked pretty cool. Uh, where yeah, looked, yeah, that was cool. We it might was like almost like a Titanfall kind of game. Yeah, we might have to get on that and try it one day. If if it's not under Apple Arcade anyway, uh, what were some of the yeah. things you liked? Um, I liked the new iPad Air. I thought that looked really cool. I thought it was really nice that everything it seems according to rumors for the next iphone everything is finally going to have a cohesive look to it so everything's going to be kind of squared off edges um you know it just gives it a whole like it's part of a family of products now rather than you know one thing looked like this and the other thing looked like this and everything is kind of all over the place we're kind of making this cohesive package of consumer and pro and then across all the lines and then everything kind of looks finally in one family of products um so i was into that um i don't know i was uh, i'm on the fence about the watch i have a series five so i'm not going to upgrade no 
Uh, just you, are you saying you don't want to check your blood oxygen levels all the time? <laughs> <laughs> God yeah. damn it, we gotta. God damn it, you gotta check your oxygen levels when you're in the gym. Yeah, that's my Vitek sure. man voice, by the way. In case you didn't know, that's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, the, one thing on the iPad yeah, Air was a Touch ID on the on the sleep button. Now that was surprising. I didn't see that coming. Right. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I don't know why they, or maybe, you know, who knows? That could be the return of Touch ID on phones. You know, some people aren't super into Face ID. I know Apple is trying to shove it down our, everyone's throat, throat but yeah. some people <laughs> just aren't into it because Touch ID is quicker. Like it does Even on the new phones, when they say, you know, it's X, X amount faster than the last version, Touch ID is still quicker. And take your phone out of your pocket one smooth move you put you had your finger on you know the home button and it was open you didn't have to hold it up to your face and blah 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 so you know this could be the return of touch id as a second kind of unlock unlockable way of you know opening your devices from now on well that was neat on the ipad because everyone you know your your ipad could have been so many different ways and your button would always switch sides and your finger may not be set up on the side that you have it on so right, with touch id true. this makes it a little bit easier to do that plus they could put this on an iphone now if right into the sleep button that we already use now right so yeah that's what i'm saying yeah i think they're they might be able to duplicate uh two different securities on there which i think would be really Awesome to have that. So I thought Touch ID on the iPad Air was good, and and no other product right now has that. So that makes it very unique. Well, well, well I think with the one of the Apple Watches, I thought I just saw that it has it on the what on the button. It does. Yep, I think that's what I just saw. Oh, I gotta check that out. Uh, that I didn't expect that to happen. Where did you see that? Just saw it on Mac Rumors. Let me see if I can find it now. All right. Well, while he's looking for it, I do like that the newer loops that they came out with, especially the uh, what is that one? The braided loop. That one looks really nice to have on. That does look nice. I yeah. do like that. Yeah, the bra- that one looks good, and it does work with anybody who has a Series Four and above will work with that loop. So that's a good thing about that is that you can use. I'm glad they're still continuing to support the older models and not being, oh, you have to have this model in order for it to work kind of deal. So I'm glad they're doing that. Also, the Apple Watch SE was a nice option as well. Without calling it a Series 4 or Series 5, they basically combined the two of them, uh, took like maybe one or two features out, and that's your SE model. Which is right. weird because it's, it's not cheaper than that, that the Series moniker. 3. Yeah, the moniker SE can now apply to whatever they want. You know, the newest one they want to add it as that lineup. So if it eventually changes the way it looks, they could just change. Yeah, you know, they keep the same name and just change the model, and it's still the SE, the SE, the SE. Just how the same way as the iPhone SE has changed its Which look. I'm, I'm fine with that because. It makes it easier than what series four, what series three. I mean, but we're still in that anyway. They're still selling the series three for whatever reason. They're still selling that one. I don't know why anybody would get that. I know it's cheap, two hundred dollars to get a watch. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. But I mean, I I was hoping the SE would be that, not not the three. So uh, anything, uh, anything? Did you find anything else about that sensor? Looking at the actual page, I, I swear I saw it. Hmm. Could be wrong. 
Could be wrong. What about the family setup? Would you get that for your kids uh, before getting them, like an iPhone? Uh, Where they, you pair the watches for children or older adults who don't have an iPhone, so they could be, yeah. they could do walkie-talkie, text messages. You have to have the cellular iPhone uh, one though. So that is a. Oh uh, really? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how else I, is it going to work yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a cellular connection? I don't know what a kid would use a watch for that they. Like a tra- it's more like a tracker. It. It's really more for the parents to track their kids. Yeah, I guess so. That's the only yeah, that- I, I mean, I wouldn't do it just because it doesn't fit my needs, but that doesn't mean it's not useful. Right. Uh, so that was really the main things I liked about it, uh, uh, this one. Uh, is there anything else that you would want to bring up that uh, you really uh, enjoyed? Um, no, we touched on the new bands. I'm always into new bands and new cases when those come out um, at different events. Um, no, I think I'm, I mean, other, oh, another thing that was really cool was the, they're just going to drop iOS 14 tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Of course. That just it's came not out. like, uh, it's not like last time, whereas it's coming out on this date, which is usually when the new iPhone hits. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like the week before like, oh, the yeah, new we're iPhone. Just do it tomorrow. It's like the new one. Yeah, it's oh, we'll just do it tomorrow. Right. So, uh, cool. uh, sorry, folks. I'm having my uh, my Zevia here. John's probably like, "What the hell is Zevia?" It's a zero calorie soda. Contains zero sugar and caffeine. It's healthy for you. It's keto friendly. Moving along. All right. Well, let's talk about the detractors. Some of the things you didn't like. Uh, I think we both already discussed the number one thing, at least for me, is the worst thing is the price of the iPad Air. Not a very good price. No, no, no. It's a hard sell. It's kind of stuck in the middle um, for a couple extra bucks. You can go up to one that looks just like it, kind of. It has everything across the board. Um and it's just stuck in a weird, weird place. It always and, has and been, and they're price, still. I don't know why they're still selling it. Get rid yeah, of the first iPad right. and just make that one that. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the difference I mean, in but price. But at that price, no, and no institution is going to buy that for no. six hundred bucks. Yeah, our institution buys the iPad, the regular iPad, and it works fine for everybody that they need it for. You're talking a two hundred dollar difference between the Pro. And the iPad Air. And now the iPad Air has a feature that that Pro doesn't, even though you have Face ID on it. But it doesn't have the uh, sleep button feature. So uh, that's something they don't have. Uh, And the LiDAR scanner. Ooh, who wants a LiDAR scanner? (laughs) Who even uses that? Anybody out there use that? Because I I have never heard of a person that has ever used that. Uh, the event that where they launched that at was the that Minecraft demo that took yes. like uh, forty five minutes. Yeah, roughly. All all their so games take the forty five minutes, which is so annoying. I hate when they showcase like a game and they're playing games on the, like the the stage, and I'm like, no one cares. Like <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> like it's fun. Like the one they did on the, these keynotes, since they done these last two, are fine because they keep them short. And right. You know, and they actually look like games that people might actually want to play. Yeah. But uh, again, we don't need 45 minutes on it. This kind of goes back to what I said in the very beginning, how they spend, like, you know, they uh, 
go through all those numbers and stuff. This kind of includes and in include this and that of uh, just de tech demos that take forever. Well, I'm glad they're limiting them down, but also even like they they were talking about this bionic chip, like like what they're talking about. The average fan has no idea what the hell that guy was saying. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. Like it was like the bionic chip is amazingly fat, but he was like it has like one trillion, like something, and it's like uh, no one really. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Like some of the things he was saying. Yeah, it's just hype marketing. Yeah, it really is. Oh, oh, and then uh, another detractor taking the US, uh, the USB adapter out for the watches. Yeah, did they last one even have one? Had an adapter? Yeah, I no. Had a cable? Uh, it has a cable on it? I believe. Yeah. Okay. They absolutely did. Here's what I hate about it, though, that they 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 transition from the Apple Watch to the environment where they're going to be carbon friendly for, to buy 2032, and that's the reason that they're removing the power adapter. Right. That's that. That's what I hate is that yes, they are environmentally safe. We know that they bring it up after every product that they make, but the fact that they used the stupid environmental reason. To say, oh, we're removing the power adapter, which now you know if you're going to buy the new iPhone, you're not getting the power adapter. That's very obvious right now. Thank God the iPad at least includes it because you kind of have to because it's USB-C yeah. and not everyone's been around that yet. be the good one, too. Yes. Fast charging one. Yes. Uh, but, like, for the watch, you know, it, it's, it's a little annoying. I, it's not so much that they don't have the power adapter. I mean, I have enough. Do you have enough power adapters in your home, extra ones? Me personally, yeah. yeah, I have a whole drawer full. Of them. There you go. So I mean, we don't need them. I get that, but to but to use the environmental reason to do it, why can't they just say, you know what, you people just have too many adapters in your home. We're just not going to include it. Like I'd rather than just say that than using the environmental message. It seems to me like it's a cost cutting factor that they're kind of masking as a environmental. Oh, thing. of course they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's. There's benefits I can obviously can see. Then they bring up the environmental thing, like that plastic takes like, you know, ten thousand years to break down or whatever. And there's probably a landfill full of them somewhere in yeah. India or China. Yep. <laughs> uh, good old um, China, where the greatest stuff is made on Earth. But uh, yeah, I have you know ten extra ones just hanging out. I don't need an extra one. But to yeah, the disguise the to say that yeah, it's for the environment when it's really cost-cutting factor. Mm -hmm. Just sits a little yeah, for me. Mm. Is there anything else and about the keynote you didn't like? Uh, didn't like? I can tell you I another know. one. I that, think so. I, I think for Series 6, they just didn't include enough stuff for the Apple Watch. I thought, like again, they're adding like one feature every next watch. You know, when we went from like a series three to a series four, they completely like redesigned it. I almost wish they would just have a redesign at some point. Yeah. But, oh well, I mean, at some point, obviously, it's gonna gonna get a new new design. But I don't know. It, they're, they're incremental. Even if I don't know what else you can throw in there. Yeah, I mean, even I don't think the Touch ID thing is there. I mean, I'm not. I'm not seeing it. But. Yeah, if they I'm added, like, that feature to it, that might, you know, do it. But also, it's supposed to unlock when your iPhone's near you anyway. So, really, it's just the only time you would use that is if you're not with your watch or not with your phone. Right. I mean, beyond that, when okay. else are you going to use it? Uh, one thing that I didn't like, 
um, is the just every single year it's like this the new watch faces. Yep. Half of them are lame as hell, and then the other half are just kind of like one use or just open it up. Let us make our own, please. Yeah, <laughs> they won't do it. They, I mean, they're they're slowly getting there. I mean, now I think what you could have complications on more than one complication for the same app. Now, I mean, I mean, I, I like the idea of. I mean, this is more of a Watch OS Seven thing, but they're gonna let us share the watch faces online, which I think is kind of cool. I'd be kind of curious to see what other. I might share one once I upgrade my watch tomorrow and see what it looks like. Uh, I'll even probably share it with you just to see what. What, what it does, just so if it looks good or not. And I wonder how it's going to pop up to install the app, because if you have an app on your watch that I don't, how does that work? I'm, I'm very curious to see that. One of the positives that did happen, too, and we just found this out before we started talking, was the AppleCare Plus was updated, and this is a pretty significant update. Uh, they are giving you two XL damages every 12 months. So every XL damage incident, whether a crack screen, liquid damage... Uh, and also, they lowered the theft and loss deductible as well. So that means that you can now, in two years, break your iPhone four times in twelve, you know, two times every twelve months. Right. So that's actually a really good. So it applies to the new watch model as well as the iPhone. So that means now you could buy, you know, an iPhone now and it would count. So I think Max and. Uh, also, same thing with Max and iPad, so that's even bigger for Max. I wonder if that uh, you can if that's an upgrade for an existing plan, or is that just if you get the new plan? It looks like, like you know what I'm saying, right? I think I don't think it's an upgrade for anybody. I think it's only when you buy new ones. It says right here. It says right here on their site, uh, three years of Apple Care. Uh, but remember, you had three years of Apple Care for Mac. And it says, up to two instances of accidental damage protection every 12 months, each subject to a service fee of $99 per screen, or if you have enclosure or liquid damage for $299. Uh, so that is what you get. So that's not too... I mean, honestly, for a Mac, that's pretty great. You get yeah, for Mac, it's worth it. Yeah, sure. oh, everyone should buy it for a Mac. I, I would never... Like, right now, I have a crack on my screen right now that I... I, I dropped it when I didn't have a case on it because I take it out of my case when I have to film weddings. But I cracked it, and I have to go get it fixed. But it's not, like, significant where I have to do it right now. Uh, but now... It's on your phone? Yeah, it's, it's like a scratch. It's, just, it's so minor yeah. that I don't need to get it done. It goes from, like, the bottom to my left side. And it's not, like, damaging. But now, like, if I had, if I had this, where now you want to get it done because you have... Two inches every twelve months. It, it's not two for for two years. So now you right. might as well get it fixed every time it happens. I wouldn't and wait it's on it. Thirty bucks. Right. Yes, yeah, right. so, it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. You know, I swear I could have thought. I don't know what app, but I thought I saw a movie editing app on the iPad when they were demoing it. For a second, I thought that was a Final Cut they were coming out with uh, on the App Store. I just didn't know what app that was. I don't know if that was Adobe or not. I couldn't tell. Or, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I, 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 for, I saw it very quickly, and I thought that was something. So, oh well, a guy could dream. Where they finally decided to put some pro apps on the uh, iPad Pro. I hope they let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any pro app that you use like at all? You do you even have an iPad Pro? I have the 10.5 inch iPad Pro. Uh, I use it 
completely because it has a 10.5 inch screen, which was the biggest at the time, and used it for media consumption only. I have never used a Pro app on an iPad Pro. I've had two of them. How sad is that? It's just, I mean, it's not my use case because I have uh, three Macs now that I work on. So, what do you need three Macs for? I have a Mac Pro, which I use its horsepower mostly for video editing at work. I have a MacBook Pro for work, and then I have a personal MacBook Pro. Very interesting. They gave me a MacBook Air for my job, but I only need it for. I'm mostly using web apps, so. Right. But I mean, I've had this MacBook Pro for since 2016. The one I have right now is the first 15-inch model with the Touch Bar, which uh, I was telling someone today. If they're going to come out with a new MacBook Pro, especially these new ARM ones, which is you know the rumor for next keynote, leave the function row and put the touch bar above the function row. Because at least I don't lose my function keys. What, um, what function keys? You're talking All about of them. Like brightness and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I have to tap something and then move it, where I could either just tap and go down or tap and go up, where this requires me to do a tap and a slide. And it's uh, okay. a little annoying. And on, on I the, use the persistent one, the uh, one that's just like on all the time. My biggest gripe, though, is that I accidentally hit the touch bar all the time, and that's yeah, what, I do that too. It's it's I, the newer models have it raised, so that way it's not as easy. But I can't stand it, so I'm I'm hoping that the next keynote, you know, the expectation is what iPhone and the ARM Mac. Yeah. So, I think those are probably the big ones, yeah. Do you think your job would go to an arm, or do you think that would take a while? Uh, well, when they introduced the ARM Mac, they did talk about Adobe apps were... Supported. Uh, yeah. Out of box. in development now. So, I mean, maybe. I don't know if there's really that big of a need for it right now. Um, for my case... I don't really know what the like the benefits, what the benefits would be. I think that it's. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is going to be power consumption, and that it's going to work with the OS. Where it, yeah, it, I think that it won't take up as much graphic, and also, Apple doesn't have to wait for Intel to make stuff. They can make their own now. So right. that's the biggest thing too, is that they can upgrade a, a processor anytime they want. And they don't yeah, have to the amount of people that work for the company that I work for to get them all over to that would take years anyway. So. Mm-hmm. It's not really going. I don't, I don't see myself moving over to it anytime soon. Um, but I mean, we buy. I mean, the IT guys buy the newest Mac, uh, Mac laptops that are available. So right now they're getting sixteen inches. Um, sexy. So whenever the <laughs> ARM comes out and it's a MacBook Pro version of the ARM Max, then. Yeah, they'll probably buy them up, but I don't see that happening, you know, anytime soon. If one person gets it and then they're the one that works on it and they give them the feedback to the company that they say, "Hey, I've been working faster or whatever." That's what you're going to There's going to be a there's going to be a guinea pig at all these companies to buy one of them and see what happens with them. And that that'll be the yeah, test. Probably. All right. Well, that's everything that happened at the Apple event today. Overall, I think it was positive. There's some small stuff like it's that I didn't, you know, we're not that great of a big deal, but lots to look forward to in October, that's for sure. And we have to talk about next week, we're going to obviously have to talk about iOS because that is going to be upgraded. So finally, 
The Golden Master is released. John, you've had the uh, Golden Master at all? Have you been using it? I was, on, I was on the betas, and I downloaded the GM a couple hours ago. So not much has changed that I can see between the last beta and the Golden Master, but it's good that it's finally out. All right. So I can get my new widget. Uh, <laughs> oh, that way you can have weather on your screen all the time. And, and Donald Trump news on your screen all the time. And more importantly, they need to come out with some kind of Halo widget. Don't know what I'd do with it, but it would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, well, John, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm sure our fans are going to enjoy listening to your voice uh, this week and talk about Apple stuff. And you know you're always welcome to come back on every, every year, maybe at least once. We'll have you on. Okay, that sounds like a deal. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for coming and listening to the podcast today about the Apple event. And you all take care and have a great rest of your weekend.